Are you looking to put your products in front of millions of customers? Then Walmart Marketplace is for you. With more than 120 million unique monthly visitors, according to Comscore, Walmart Marketplace is one of the fastest growing e-commerce platforms. And right now, new sellers can save up to 50% off referral and fulfillment fees. Join today and get instant access to millions of customers from one of the world's largest retailers. Go to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Hello, welcome back to another Practical E-Commerce podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is part of the September 2006 uh, shopping cart issue. We did a uh, special on shopping carts in the September magazine, so we have quite a few podcasts that relate to that, talking with people uh, in the shopping cart industry, such as Manish Chowdhury, who is the CEO for Go eCart, and uh, was recently interviewed by Practical E-Commerce's contributing editor, Mitch Bettis, um, for the special feature on shopping cart solutions. Uh, in the next couple of minutes, you're going to hear Manish outline in great detail his vision uh, on the future of shopping carts, as well as uh, talking about some of the differences between a software shopping cart solution versus a hosted shopping cart solution. So I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Mitch and Manish, and enjoy. Well, let's begin by talking about Go eCart. As we look at the distinctions between various types of methods to process payments from processor standpoint of a PayPal or a Google checkout to a software solution to a so-called hosted cart solution. How would you describe to a new e-commerce person kind of the various merits of those options? Now you do have a variety of different options out there. The space is highly crowded, so I definitely think that a person, uh, business, or individual who's getting into e-commerce is, uh, is, is quite confused uh, as to what to, uh, what to go about selecting. And uh, there are a variety of different options. And I, uh, the way I like to think of it, uh, when you're going to go about making a choice, whether you are a new entrant or a, an existing veteran, you have to really evaluate it from three perspectives, in my opinion. It's really about uh, how do you want to uh, buy deploy and manage your e-commerce solution. You know, there is, when you come, when you talk about buying, you know, you, uh, concerns regarding ownership and financing. You know, some, some companies and businesses and, uh, individuals like to own the piece of software while others are, uh, comfortable, uh, renting it. And, uh, there are a variety of different licensing options also available. And each of these, uh, both of these options, you have the perpetual license, which is the traditional software licensing fee, uh, you pay a one-time fee and, and potentially you would be paying a uh, some sort of a maintenance fee every year. And then you have um, the flat fee options, which is more prominent and, you know, popular among the hosted providers, which you pay a flat fee and get to use pretty much uh, 
variety of different modules of the software. Typically, it will include support as well. And also, there is a um, revenue share pricing models. So, um, uh, and these models are um, are available across both the software and the hosted pro- uh, solutions. When it comes to GoEcot, uh, we have a flat fee pricing model where we charge a flat fee and we provide the entire use of the software uh, along with uh, with support. We do have different plans based on the features and the usage. So, uh, yes, you would pay uh, uh, based on the bandwidth, which is typically uh, that's a cost that uh, most providers incur from their back-end service providers. So, uh, for most part, you will be paying a flat fee. So that is one of the things you must consider. When it comes to a deployment, you know, um, there are two kinds of deployment options available, which is a shared instance and a dedicated instance. Shared is you have one piece of code that is running across uh, and supporting uh, many, many websites. And then you have a dedicated or a single instance where one website is running on its own uh, on its own code and it, it has its own runtime. The difference between the two is when you have a shared instance, it is very hard to customize for one specific website. And whereas you have a dedicated instance that does bring in the additional uh, cost of maintenance and support and so on, but you do have the flexibility. And a lot of the hosted solution providers, even though they run a dedicated instance sometimes, however, they are very reluctant to make changes. But if you own the piece of software, you know, the onus lies on you to uh, to support it and maintain it. And then finally, it goes to management, uh, which is, you know, if you do you have a IT group within your organization that will manage the software, or is your business primarily driven by uh, business executives and business people who do not want to deal with the hassles of IT? And so you have... Uh, in-house option versus an outsourced option. And what we do here at GoEcut is we actually provide you with all the um, managed IT services. Uh, You are still in charge of merchandising and marketing, but we take care of all the software uptime and development and so on. So one of the key differentiators uh, of GoEcut is we provide perhaps one of the best blends of both the worlds, the flexibility of almost owning your own software plus the uh, peace of mind that comes with an outsourced version. And the reason that is uh, when you buy the software, you know, you are in charge of everything. While you rent it, you lose, often you lose the flexibility of how you can go about customizing it. And uh, we we do, uh, we are open and we constantly uh, customize our software to meet the unique needs of the clients. So that's where we feel uh, we are positioned and uh, our clients like it. As a as a new e-commerce store is kind of plowing into this market, there are, as you mentioned, there are between hosted and software solutions, kind of all those in between. There's some 300 or so different options out there, so it can be a, some deep waters to muddle through. And at least my experience is that as we've looked at various cards, each one there's a, there's a consistent group of features that most things include. There's a basic analytic package under most cards, for instance. Are there some distinguishing features you think are kind of most important that in today's e-commerce climate, an e-commerce owner should really be looking to make sure that their cart includes these particular features or features that can help move them forward, features that perhaps are more important than others that folks really ought to zone in on when they're evaluating which cart uh, to partner with? 
very good question um, because we battle with that uh, almost on a daily basis when we speak with our clients. And one of uh, the advice that I like to give to our clients is, you know, focus on the end result, which is basically how are you going to drive the business from the shopping cart or from the e-commerce initiative and not get so caught up into the tiniest little features or technology which may not have as significant of an impact because uh, we constantly see the uh, merchants who who succeed versus the merchants who do not. Uh, one of the key differentiators that we found is the merchants that uh, that actually do very well on the internet are the ones that are very marketing savvy. They know what they want and they they know how to promote their store and they know how to drive the traffic and drive the sales and they have a good merchandising plan as well. Uh, in in that context, one of the things I have found that a merchant should concentrate on is what are the sales and marketing features that are available in the shopping cart. Uh, and particularly given today's climate, I, I consider uh, search engine friendliness of an e-commerce store to be of great importance. Uh, a lot of uh, offerings out there that are uh, that may have tons of features, but if they fail to drive traffic to your store, particularly the smaller merchants who rely heavily on organic traffic from search engines like Google, Yahoo, and MSN, and so on, they are losing out on those that traffic, which really is one of their biggest competitive advantages. So I would definitely give high importance to a, a search engine-friendly architecture. The other, uh, uh, some key features would be shipping and payment options, uh, obviously, with, because customers are very concerned, particularly now with uh, the cost of shipping going up and so on, whether you're accurately calculating the shipping cost or not. Then I would also pay emphasis on whether you have the f- uh, features to make your store look, uh, store look professional. A good-looking store, which is professional, easy to work with, goes a long way in establishing customer trust, and that can mean uh, an order versus an abandoned cart. So um, uh, those are some of the key features that I think are quite important uh, when customer uh, merchants are considering an e-commerce package. So kind of look at some of these package solutions kind of makes me wonder what you might think of the future of e-commerce solutions might be, given today's landscape and various trends that you see out there. Are there things you see on the horizon that others ought to be pondering in terms of how commerce is done on the web? Certainly. Um, this, I mean, this is just such a dynamic field. I mean, every day is a new day in the world of e-commerce. And, you know, we see a lot of things. And I'm looking only just near future. I'm not even looking, you know, way further down. And uh, there are many different things that I think may happen. You know, uh, one of the things that I certainly see happening is the uh, decline of the revenue share business models. A lot of packaged and posted providers that actually have revenue share pricing models, and I personally believe that that over time that will see uh, a major decline, and that's already happening because we see a lot of uh, larger merchants, particularly moving away from those providers because they're not happy and willing to share a percentage of the uh, order value. A flat fee pricing structure based on usage is, uh, in my opinion, likely to continue gaining more prominence. That's one. I I also see a lot of uh, multi-channel integration happening. Right now, most of the e-commerce and shopping cart providers are uh, focused as more of a pure-play internet 
based solution. However, as the market consolidates, I think there will be more multi-channel integration offerings in among the e-commerce solution providers. Uh, uh, you will begin to see so, uh, solutions that target specific verticals as we probably see in the enterprise market, but uh, along the same lines because both the customers and the merchants are getting sophisticated. They're getting more comfortable with the online commerce world, and they're demanding those uh, rich functionality uh, specific to uh, their vertical and industry. I see multi-language rising into prominence because uh, a lot of the growth that's happening in the e-commerce world is coming from, from abroad, and uh, U.S. merchants and North American English-speaking merchants are looking to expand their market beyond their local country and so on, and they are looking to uh, tap into the world market, so they want to provide their store in a variety of different languages. So that is also one of the features that I see happening. I, um, I see uh, uh, em- emergence of mobile commerce. It's uh, beginning to happen. You know, people are uh, getting more and more uh, web savvy when it comes to cell phones and so on. It's more popular right now in Japan and Europe, but I see that U.S. uh, merchants are likely to embrace that. I see integration with uh, other technologies out there, such as uh, social networks, uh, playing a role in the e-commerce world. Uh, where social networks influence popularity of a product and how you can integrate that within your e-commerce offering and make it more engaging. Rich media, moving beyond the simple images and providing a more interactive user experience uh, to the customer. Personalization, I think uh, most of the e-commerce solutions out there right now offer little or no personalization to the uh, both to the customer and also to the uh, merchant on the back end. So those are uh, some of the key near-term enhancements and features, and I see uh, e-commerce solution providers uh, offering. And overall, I see consolidation uh, happening in the industry. Uh, I mean, right now, we're going through a uh, explosive growth phase, but you'll see a shakedown on the number of providers out there. And, you know, give it another five years or so, you'll see the more um, solid ones standing, and you'll see uh, merchants migrating to uh, players that have a long-term prospect. And that's going to do it for this uh, podcast episode from Practical E-Commerce. Once again, another great uh, interview by Mitch Bettis, who is our contributing editor. And also we want to thank Manish Chowdhury from Go eCart for uh, taking the time to speak with us. I definitely want to remind people to visit our website at www.practicalecommerce.com and uh, check out other articles, our community forums, which we have a $100 giveaway to Amazon.com each month based on. And also uh, check out our blogs and some of the other content. 